Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! Baseball and much more. You know what that makes you. Sorry. Lollygaggers. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. A deep dive on baseball and the hottest topics in sports. The throw to the plate will be late. The Mariners are going to play for the American League Championship. I don't believe it. Now here are your hosts for the Hot Corner, Patrick Harris and Mike Lynch. Being new to the club, how do you feel about the way things have gone for the Indians so far? I'm the only winner on the team. The rest of them are losers, either by choice or by birth. The Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080. You play ball like a girl. The Fan. Welcome into the Hot Corner. For it must and always is a Wednesday. Live from down here on the Willamette, joined by Mike Lynch and Joe Fisher behind the glass. It's baseball, baby. It's our first in-season show of the season. And it took me a while today to realize that that's what was happening because I, at first I forgot it was a Wednesday. I haven't. It's always a Wednesday. I haven't talked to you in, I don't know, like a week, which is rare. Generally, oh, yeah, that's true. Generally, there's some texts that are pass back and forth about random stuff or this show or podcast or whatever. I don't think we've texted each other for a week. No, that's you're probably right. So I totally forgot that it was Wednesday and that the show is happening. And then I was like, oh, okay, yeah, hot corner tonight. And I realized last week was the Big John show, which meant that this is our first full week of baseball that we just experienced. And I, yeah. This is how cool baseball is to me or maybe how important it is to me is the second the season starts, I'm like a different person. So I already feel like the season's been going forever, right? I'm just happy because baseball's here every day. Right. We're only six days into the season. It's great. <laughs> it's great. We have so much season to go, and I'm already just thrilled to be watching baseball every day. So Yeah, I had, uh, I've been watching baseball all weekend, and uh, I listened to Buster Only in the morning, his podcast, and that's been getting me really jazzed. Uh, we're both into fantasy leagues so I've got that going. And this morning, I was lying in bed feeling slightly hungover from being out too late last night. And my phone buzzed me at, I want to say, probably, it was either like 9.55 or 10.55. But I think it was 9.55. And it was like, White Sox Indians about to start. And I was like, oh, sweet. And just turned the TV on, got the MLB TV going, and... I had baseball this morning. And I, I said this on primetime today. I think that every day there should be at least two day baseball games. Yes. Uh, there are there do tend to be day baseball games a majority of days, but I want it every day. Everyone's, because especially on the West Coast, yeah. the 10 a.m. or 9.30 today was the first game. 
the 9.30 first pitch, you wake up, uh, at least for me, because I don't have to go to work until around noon. I have some coffee, I eat breakfast, put the TV on, and bang, baseball, baby. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, every once in a while you get a travel day where there's like, and not every once in a while, I haven't semi-frequently. Like twice a week usually. But uh, but you get a travel day and the first game doesn't start till 4, and you're like, ah, ah, I'll make it though. Yeah. And then usually one of those games is on MLB TV yep. or MLB Network, so you're like, oh, okay. 100%. That's the thing is you go on MLB Network and then... Oh, there's a day. Ba- of course, there's a day baseball game on. Let's go. I don't get MLB Network. Um, I'm be- sorry. Yeah, because I don't have. I don't pay for cable. It's a great channel, and it's an awesome channel. I wish I had. It. I don't pay for cable, and I could stream it from my laptop because you know I might have a uh, Comcast login. <coughs> uh, but uh, Comcast's Xfinity is not supported as a TV provider for MLB Network. Yes, it is. I have it on Xfinity. Really? Yeah. Maybe the Comcast login you have does not purchase MLB Network. It for sure does. My mom pays way too much for cable. Maybe she stopped. Do I need to go to the Xfinity page? Because the MLB page won't let me do it. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I Yeah, just go to the Xfinity TV page, and you should be able to find it. If you go to, like, Xfinity.tv or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and you scroll through the channel lineup, it'll be there. Oh, oh maybe yeah. I just need to do that. Yeah. Weird. Or that'll be in home only and you still won't be able to do it because yeah, it's, it's probably not gonna tell in me in home only. Yeah. I know. Man, I'm so good about working around things. I know. I know. MLB network, they just don't want me to have. I just this channel I think we've talked about this before, but this is the best sports channel specific to one sport that exists. Without a doubt. It's better than NFL network, it's better than NBA TV, it's better than NHL network. It's also the best streaming service. Uh yeah. I would say so, although NHL.TV is the same now as MLB.TV. So oh, okay. They're, they're under the same umbrella. Oh, okay, so they're just as good. Yes. But baseball's cooler than hockey. Yep. No offense, but I just like baseball. I like hockey, too, but baseball's the best. Yeah. This ump is having an issue with the Astros tonight. And He uh, tossed. I, I was going to say, I don't see A.J. Hinch, so he's already been he tossed. He tossed A.J. Hinch and the bench coach, and Garrett Cole was just screaming at him for some reason. So, Maybe very interesting. T- Maybe he'll get tossed. Maybe he did, and that's why he was yelling at him. Ooh. Uh, I don't know. Uh, quite the weekend we've had, correct? There's a lot of stuff going on in there baseball. There is a lot of stuff going on. Yes. Yeah, and we've got a really, really fun show for you guys today. Um, there is a very good chance that uh, I make a statement tonight that might blow your mind a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we'll we'll do that, and that's coming up shortly. I won't make you guys hang around too much for that. Uh, but I'm just I'm just so unbelievably excited right now about baseball, and it's funny because we were like easing into the season, you know, and we kind of we you and I did some fantasy drafts, and you know you kind of checked in. I didn't believe it was coming. Yeah, you kind of checked in a little bit on some spring training stuff. We got the Bryce news and the Machado news, and Keuchel and Kimbrel are still hanging out there. You get a few injury stuff, like I'm freaking out about Frankie Lindor. You know, so you got that, but you're kind of like, okay, whatever. I'm watching the tournament. Uh, I'm a big EPL guy, so I'm watching a ton of that. And for the last four or five days, I am all baseball. Yep. 100%. And I feel like I am neglecting my second love, which is the English Premier League. That I'm just kind of like, I watched a little bit of the Tottenham game today and was like, and I don't really care anymore. Uh, What's the afternoon game, you know? And that was even the first game in uh, the new White Hart Lane. Yeah, so. yeah. And I was like, I watched the first half, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And it was 0-0, and I was like, 
baseball. Who's playing right now? Yeah, that's <laughs> the that's the thing. When baseball starts for me, every other sport that Ooh, I enjoy. The A's are playing the Reds? Turning it on. Goes by the wayside. I've never this, heard of any of these people. This includes the NBA. It includes the NBA playoffs. And I, I like the NBA playoffs. Oh, are but they still playing basketball? I will. Yeah, almost done. I will watch less NBA playoff games than if baseball wasn't going on. And, of course, I'll watch all the Blazer games and I'll watch the big games. But if baseball is on and it's like that first Saturday and you're getting the, oh, I don't know, the Raptors magic matchup, yeah, I'm not watching that. Yeah, I had this conversation with myself yesterday that I forgot that the Final Four is on Saturday. <laughs> you know, just, just you know, just- the one of your favorite teams. sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, former Wazoo coach, Go Cougs, is in the Final Four. And I'm just like, oh, right. Who's he playing? And it's like, if you would have asked me that on Saturday or Sunday, it's like, well, this team is playing this team in the Vegas lines at this. And I really like the defense of this guy. But I really like right. the star player of this team. And right now and you're now going, like, how is this going to affect that Indians game? Yeah. When is the start time of the Indians? Is, am I going to be able to watch both those games? Uh, uh. Yeah. Now I'm like, is Auburn in Alabama or Georgia? I can't remember. <laughs> Well, you might have a bigger problem if you can't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that's that's how kind of everything has taken a backseat. Yeah, it absolutely does for baseball with me. I'm sure whoever out I mean, if you're listening to this show, you're likely baseball number one. But even if in the NFL, if, if you're a college football guy, whatever, the other, other sports going on, take a backseat 100%. Mm-hmm. Or if you're an NBA guy, maybe yeah. you're an NBA guy and you watch at the beginning or at the end of October, guess what's not being watched? As much college football or as much NFL because you're going right to the NBA. We right. all have it. Right. And it kind of sucks because you like all the sports. But the passion you have for your favorite sport is different. And I feel it 100%. I've said that way too much. I feel it a lot going into this season. It 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 feels like a different Mike Lynch because the, baseball's back. The only thing I'm still able to hold on to that's not baseball right now is that WrestleMania is on Sunday. You're losing me. I am so jacked. <laughs> All eight hours of it is going to be great. I have zero opinions. Oh, chili cook-off? What? Do you like chili? I do like chili. We're doing a chili cook-off at Bridgetown Beer House for WrestleMania. But do I have to watch WrestleMania? Well, you don't have to watch it. It's going to be on a TV (laughs) with sound on. (laughs) And I'm going to be in a leather jacket and a Becky Lynch t-shirt. Hey, that's my last name. Um, Oh, really? Are you related (laughs) to the great Becky Lynch? I don't believe so. But... No, we, uh, my wife and I have 22 Game of Thrones episodes left to watch before the Ooh, premiere. You got work to do, my so friend. So we got work to do. I don't yeah. think, I don't think that's happening on Sunday. I'm on season seven, episode two, so I'm smooth sailing right now. Yeah, we're now. on season five, episode six. Oh, dang, boy. Yeah, we got some, we got some work we to got do. got some work to do. But we've been averaging about 10 episodes a weekend, so I think we can do it. Spoiler alert, Snape kills Dumbledore. Mm. Oakley dokley. Well, we, like I said, we got a really cool show going on for you guys today. At the top of the eight o'clock hour, uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. signed a contract extension today that is kind of making some headlines, but I want to talk a little more about the bigger picture as we've seen so many extensions in this offseason and what that means for free agency, the players' union, potential strikes in the future, and all that kind of stuff. And I want to do that at the top of the 8 o'clock hour. At 8.30, we will have fair or foul, as we always do, led by our fantastic producer, Mr. Joe Fisher. And uh, more importantly, at 7.45, we will do Fantasy Grind. If you guys have any questions, I know it's an early, we just started the season. It's never too late to panic. If you have anything like that, you can hit us up on the Better You Today text line at 55305. Ask your questions. I got the genius, the fantasy guru, Mike Lynch, in the house, and we'll help you guys out. 
Uh, you can always find us on social media. Mike's at Mike Lynch 27 on Twitter. You can find me at PDD085 on Instagram. And our fantastic producer, once again, Mr. Joe Fisher on Twitter at JoeFish3. That's F-I-S-C-H. Harass us. We love it. Again, the Better You Today, Better you today text line 55305. When we come back, I want to play a little fun game. I want to I want to do some overreactions. Yes. Have we decided that the season's over? Yes. And we already know everything that's going on. Everyone's dead. Mike's team Opening is dead. Day and here's the first pitch and the season's over. And I feel that way about my team, yet Joe's team is riding high right now. So let's do some overreaction and we'll do that next. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on Portland Sports Leader 1080 the Fan. Another blow for the Blazers. You said Is the hot corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan? You gotta just gotta clench your fist real tight and make sure it's popping out, and you just bam. Coming in on the Better You Today. Gotta break through that glass ceiling. <laughs> Gotta break through the glass ceiling. Uh, coming in on the Better You Today text line 55305. Uh, please remember, send in any of your fantasy questions. We'll do that at 745. Uh, coming in right now, I love this. I wish they would have a World Series day game. I remember as a kid, they had them. Exclamation mark. That is a great statement. I am 33 years old, my man, and I do not know how old you are because I have never seen a day baseball game in the World yeah, Series. I'm, I'm younger than Patrick. I don't know. I don't know either, but I like, would. I like to think I'm a historian of the game, and I have no idea when the last day game of a World Series was. Although, what I will say is that will never happen because of primetime viewership numbers. So, I mean, yeah, that'd be nice because it would be during the day, and you won't have to stay up till 1130 at night watching the game. If that's that, so much fun. Well, it is for those who stay up late, but people like to go to sleep early. So That's why I always root for West Coast teams to get in the World Series to make East Coast people stay up super late. <laughs> I'm tired of the East Coast bias in television time. Do you know how hard it is to watch Monday night football at well, 8 o'clock? I think, yeah, well, it starts at 4 for me, man. We ain't even off work. I think we're we're seeing a little bit of that in reverse in the tournament this year. That Oregon-Virginia game in Louisville, Eastern time zone, started at like 10 p.m. Eastern. Suck it. And it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> 10 p.m. Eastern. Oh, my God. As a soon-to-be shrine in the WWE Hall of Fame tomorrow on Saturday night, as D-Generation X would say, suck it. Uh, I want to use this moment to get wow. into some overreactions in a fun way, but to kind of get us talking about what we've seen in the last week or so that's pretty much coming up. And I think I want to start here. And this text that came in on the text line sums up where I want to go. Marco Gonzalez already has more wins than half the teams in the league. Cy Young winner, hashtag overreaction. Mike, I ask you, overreaction day. The Mariners at 7-1 and one will make the playoffs. No. no. Just hard no. What they will do is finish with a perfectly average record and uh, – undermine their own attempts at tanking because they're going to finish like 81 and 81 and not make the playoffs and be five games out of the wild card and then not get a chance at one of the top players in this year's draft. So that's what the Mariners will do because to be honest, 
I did not know the Mariners lineup before we did the show with John last last week. No. And watching them, the lineup is actually better, way better than I thought it was. Agreed. Uh, a lot of it has to do with players hitting to their potential, like Tim Beckham or Domingo Santana, who was really good a couple of years ago. Daniel Vogelbach hit, hit a bomb yesterday. Um, so I think a lot of it is they're at least early on hitting up to their potential, but their lineup's not that bad. And the rotation's not that bad. It's not good. The bullpen is the weakness, but... Bullpen's trash, and Hunter Strickland goes down. And he was already trash. I mean, the bullpen is maybe one of the worst I've ever seen put together. In ba- it is really bad. <laughs> in baseball history. As far as I can remember, it is not good. It is it is name after name of guys who I've never heard of, who I've now watched multiple times, not be good at throwing the baseball. Uh, you say Marco Gonzalez has more wins than half the teams in the league. Well, Sugar D has as many saves as half the team in the league. He has three wins. after today. Yeah. So he's on pace for another 58 saves or whatever it was last year. Uh, I'm I'm with you. This is this is a massive overreaction. Mariners are not going to make the playoffs. However, However, as I've heard from some Mariner fans say, this team might be really fun to watch in September, and I think that is holding true. Uh, not saying necessarily call competing, ups. Yeah. but call-ups, and if the team's playing well, and if they can somehow, which I don't think any of us are believing that, do keep it up. September could be really, really interesting. I just don't know if that's Four what, games back from a wild card? Who knows? I just don't know if that's what Mar- Mariner fans actually want. Like, obviously, you want good baseball all year, and you want to be competitive, but... You want to lose, basically. I think, without saying the dirty word, you want to lose. I think you want Jerry DePoto's plan to work right. because you're desperate to get back to the playoffs and get into a World Series for the first time ever. And we've seen multiple teams have success doing... Sort of what Jerry DePoto did. He did it with way more trades, but kind of tearing the team down and trying to rebuild the farm system. But if you get stuck in the middle, then I'm not sure if it, it maybe it just lengthens the time that you can achieve that goal. Last thing I want to say about the Mariners before we move on is I wonder, should they continue to have the success they're having right now? Does that prolong Justice Sheffield coming to the majors? No, if he's ready, he'll come up because you need you need to give him reps and he needs big league time yeah because i wonder you need to see what you have from well because i wonder if they're good enough why not leave him in the minors and just keep working because you you can learn some stuff from that but you need to see you need to see what he needs to work on in the majors too if you bring him up and he struggles a little bit and maybe it's his control maybe it's uh just the placement of pitches in the zone by control i mean he's wild or maybe it's placement of pitches within, or maybe his breaking ball isn't that good, then you know against major league competition what he needs to work on, whereas maybe it's different in AAA or AA, wherever he is. I think he's in AAA, but wherever he is at this point in his career. Fair point. And in an awesome transition, I couldn't even written this written this myself, but came on the text line right now, uh, Mariners are fun. We'll be able to tolerate the step-back process. Watching Red Sox Nation panic and suffer is so good. And that leads me to the next overreaction chris sale is done uh no that's a that's an overreaction as well because last year we saw a very similar situation where his velocity was down early and then it came back and he was fine right he was he was very good last year i think he's getting older i don't think he's exactly the same pitcher as he was but no he's not he's not done i kind of lean on the opposite side of you He's not done. You've always been a little bit anti-Chris Sale, though. Well, yeah, because he was a White Sox for a long time, so that built my hatred towards him. But Chris Sale has never, and I repeat, never finished a season strong. 
and he hasn't done it in Boston, and he had lingering injuries, and sure, he seemed like the hero winning the World Series for them last year, but all of that work is now culminating, and the Red Sox are now stuck with this what's looking like a bad contract with Chris Sale. And their starting rotation depends on him to be good so bad. And that is why they are struggling. Because uh, their rotation is god-awful right now. Well, that's the thing is their rotation, well, it's not god-awful, but it's pitching really poorly at the moment. Like, I, or, I guess, yeah, it's god-awful right now. Yes, yes. On the, paper, the, the, it's the not The names bad. look great. Yes, right. the names still look good. But right now, none of them are performing. The The thing about Sale is I, I, I would like to withhold judgment until, like, week three or four of the season just because – Last year, it was the same story, right? They they went into the season saying, we are going to limit his innings as we go forward because we mm-hmm. want him to keep his velocity up. This has been a concern for them. Right. Well, it's, his been velocity. A, it's been a concern for him his entire career, if we're being honest. But early in the season, most pitchers are not at their full velocity yet. Everyone, and I'm, I'm sure you're going to talk about the Yankees at some point in these next 15 minutes too because they're not playing well either. Uh, Araldis Chapman is averaging 95 miles an hour fastball right now. Everyone's like, oh, my God, he's done. It's, it's been six games. Yeah, Rodas how, Chapman is a notorious slow starter well, and getting much, his arm speed back. And how much does Chapman want to throw 100 miles an hour in spring training? Right, exactly. So if it's continuing into this in May, then, yeah, you've got a problem. But it's been like three appearances. And yeah. they're like, oh, my God. But in one of those appearances, he hit 99 and 100 so or 98 and 99. So, I mean, it's not like he doesn't exist. It's just not the average fastball speed. Well, let me ask a real question then, sticking with these Red Sox then. And this, and I don't mean this in an overreaction. I mean this in what we're seeing so far. I think there's a good chance that the Rays will be more of a spoiler than we realize. I think there's a good chance. Now, yeah. As Did we'll, we say we'll they in, wouldn't be? No, no, but I mean even more so. And there's there's the Yankees injury problems currently that we'll, we'll get to in a little bit. Um, the Red Sox real slow start. Blake Snell pitched yesterday, looked fantastic. After not a great first start. Right. Charlie Morton threw a great game today, even though they lost in extras. Um, That team, if you're Red Sox or Yankees right now, you're a little scared. I know we just started, and that might be the overreaction, but we're a little – I'd be a little – I'd be a little scared. I don't think either team is scared of anybody but themselves right now because both (laughs) teams are in such a bad situation to start that they can't even look at Tampa and say, oh, God, that's going to be tough, but it will. I mean, Tampa always plays those two teams well. Even when they weren't very good, they were they were a tough out. Tampa always plays the top teams when the Blue Jays were up there, when the Orioles were up there. Tampa always plays those teams well. It's just the nature of who they are in the division. So, of course, they'll play spoiler. And they're not half bad. They've got some young players, too, that are coming up. I know Willie Adamas, the shortstop, hasn't played super well to start the year, but he is a, a high-potential guy that they were looking at locking up long-term already. Um you know, you've got Glass now, now who did pretty well in his first start, if I remember yep. correctly. So you've got a bunch of young guys, and they have a really good manager in Kevin Cash. So, yeah, they'll be a great spoiler. And my last overreaction before we get into some, like, really juicy ones that I want to get into after the break, uh, we'll, we'll finish up in the American League East here. And my next overreaction, and, and Joe, I'm talking to you on this one, the Baltimore Orioles are not the worst team in baseball? Um, <laughs> Right now. Sure. <laughs> you know, uh, I can't say that. Have you seen the team that they're putting out on the field? They're winning games. Yeah, they've, yeah. Won, they've won some games. They've played well. They won two or three from the Yankees. They 
are split with the Blue Jays now? Or did they win two of three from the Blue Jays, too? They, well, I know they lost today and they won yesterday. You know, I can't tell you. They're four and two, so, so that would be two and one of each. Yeah, yeah they so won they, both they won both, first the, both right. of their first series. Yeah. But I'm just asking, are, are they the they worst not, team? Are they the worst team in baseball? Because no. right now they don't look like it. There's a lot of bad teams this year. Just watching across, there's a lot of teams, like the Royals are going to suck. <laughs> They're going to be super bad. They have nobody on that team. Uh, the Tigers are going to be really bad, The Tigers bad are bad. The Diamondbacks look really bad. I mean, there there's some teams out there that look bad. So uh, the Giants, hell, the Giants look bad right now, too. But on paper, the Orioles are clearly the worst team the in The team baseball. they're putting out on the field is... It looks like it's a bunch of made-up players on MLB The Show. I've never heard of half of yeah, them. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Chris Davis with a C is the best player in the Orioles lineup. Uh, that's not true. That's, yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, the it's best player with Trey Mancini? Probably yeah, yes. Jonathan Villar. VR. Yeah. Then maybe. maybe Trey Mancini. And then Dude, that's Chris, where da- it- Chris Davis still, <laughs> with the roster they're putting out, is one of the worst hitters in that lineup. <laughs> he, he got is benched awful. after the first game. He is awful. <laughs> I thought poor Chris Davis. I thought maybe the team is so bad he would be the lovable guy. What I is think, he? What is he hitting this year, Joe? Is he already hitting like 06? Probably. Um, honest, does he have a hit? I think is a fair question to ask. Yeah, that's a good question. Too. I am looking up right now. Yeah, I'm a, coincidentally on MLB stats page right now. So yeah, I guess we will. Chris find Davis out. is hitting a whopping. Oh oh oh. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I was going to say, you can't have a batting average oh. if you have not made contact. He has oh. uh, How he many has, strikeouts does he have? Not that many. He has one RBI. Ooh. And a 222. A bases loaded walk? And a, probably a sack fly. And a 222 on base percentage. Yeah, he had like a three walk game against the Yankees, I want to say. No, he Good was eye. 0, for Good th- eye. 0 for 3 with a walk, 0 for 3 with a walk, 0 for 3 with a walk, 0 for 3 with three strikeouts. Oh, maybe that's what I was. Isn't that we? Is, isn't that what we say about really bad hitters that we want to root for? Ooh, we got to walk. Good walks. eye. Good eye. That's I'm taking that Good with Chris eye, Davis at Chris this Davis. point. <laughs> if he gets on base at any point, I'm like, win. That's a win, bud. Good job. He still looks lost. And I was watching that's the first series, and they were saying that Chris Davis just flat out refused to change his approach. All of his coaches came up to him and said, "Please, Chris, please, we beg you, you have to change your approach." He went, "No." And here we are. Not unless baseball lets me take Adderall. He had a uh, 3-0 count against the Yankees in, uh, I want to say, opening day. 3-0 count, struck out. Yes. Atta boy. Yes, Good eye. Good eye. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was looking, too. Went uh, three straight strikes looking. Oh, man. I, I look forward to more Ori- hot Orioles talk on this show for the rest of the season. Well, hey, at this pace... You're going to get a lot of Orioles lot talk. Of it, dude. Top two. Top 10 team baseball right I mean, now. Whatever that percentage is, times that by 162 games. I mean, seeing the playoffs, right? It's looking pretty good, baby. Looking pretty good. All right. When we come back, more overreactions from the first week in baseball, including something you might be surprised to hear from me. We'll do that next. This is the Hot Corner. But first, there's Joe with sports. Hey, boy. Hey, This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Seven thirty-four. We do have fantasy grind in fifteen minutes. You got any questions? Shoot those at the Better You Today text line five five three zero five. Also, really cool. 
Beers on Us podcast episode drops tomorrow. Mike and I are heading out to uh, McMinimins in Edgefield, sitting down with Dan McMiniman. So that's a definite must listen on that. You can get that radio.com, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TinnyTheFan.com as well. Leading, keeping up with overreaction from the first week. I want to start here because I want to make sure we get to this. My biggest, there is something that I cannot stop watching. And we talked about this in our preview of the season. The Red Sox losing, I agree. Uh, That is awesome. And everyone loves that. Um, Something that I can't stop watching that I talked about when we were previewing divisions is I am currently obsessed with the National League East. Absolutely obsessed. I agree. I agree. It has been the most fascinating division so far. This Nats and Phillies series has been quite fun. Right. The Phillies opening series was fun just to see the new team. Of course. The Mets are playing well. Jacob DeGrom today looked godly. It is really, really entertaining. At this, It is the most entertaining division like we predicted, and it has been quite a bit of fun. I am going to watch more Marlins game this year than I ever expected to. Just because they're simply playing because the of teams. who they're playing. Yes. Yeah. So here is my overreaction. The Phillies will win the World Series and Bryce Harper will be the MVP. Sure. I don't know if that's an overreaction. People were very high on the team going in after all the moves they made. Everyone I heard was going nationals. Well, some people were because I think they were saying, look, this team is still really good. Don't forget about them. The staff is great. Juan Soto. Victor Robles. 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 Yeah. Why did I say Robles? Uh, Victor Robles. Yeah. Is it Robles or Robles? I, I think, think it's Robles. I think it's Robles. I've only heard it once. Yeah, so. I think it's Victor Robles. I, I would say that's, I mean, it's an overreaction because we're six days in, but that is the least overreaction you've said so far. Bryce has looked amazing to start the season. I believe he has now reached base eight straight plate appearances, and it's been big hits and home runs. And the first game, I think he went over through with a walk. And after that, it was almost as if the pressure was off for some reason, and now he's just raking. And he's in the middle of such a solid lineup. Andrew McCutcheon's having a nice season already. You know is going to come around. Reese Hoskins well, as Segura Gabe Kapler. went like three for four today. And as Gabe Kapler said the other day, Reese Hoskins is the driving force of that lineup. He's the heartbeat of the clubhouse. It is, it is a very good lineup. And there are questions on that team. You know, their staff is not great up and down. And their bullpen so far has not been very good. David Robertson's looked awful. And he gave up one today. He walked everybody today. He has actually, I think, walked six or seven guys in his first two appearances this year, which is horrific. But generally, I think that is a not, not a terrible overreaction just because there's a buzz around that team and they're living up to the hype already that if you get that momentum train rolling, and they'll they'll have some tough spots in the season. Everyone does. But if you get that momentum train rolling, I think you're in a really, really good spot this year in a national league that I think is wide open as a kid who studied theater and acting and watched movies forever and TV forever and all that kind of stuff. They always say what makes you a fantastic villain is you have people rooting for you. Darth Vader, they say is the number one villain of all time in movie history because eventually you like him. You like that. He's a bad guy. Daniel day Lewis and there will be blood terrible person, but you kind of like him. Mm. Yeah, you're right. Mike, although you kind of hate him, I can't stop watching Bryce Harper. <laughs> I can't. When he steps up to the plate right now, I want to watch. Yeah, and I hate it. But you love it. I love it. 
last week last week was the most angry I've seen you about a baseball topic ever. And we are six days later, and you have completely 180'd. I can't stop watching him. I think I think I hate you... him. I don't like him. But right now, the way he has adapted to that city, the way he has thrown them on his back, it's must-see TV. I think what you wished for was to him for him to start one of 15. One of 30. Well, but at this point right, in the right, season. Right, right. And you could come in here today chest all bowed out look at what i told you last week mike and you can't i can't nope he looks great he really does and, and he he fits the phillies everything the the <clears throat> the atmosphere around the team the personality of the team and the fans the the cocky arrogance fits philly fans right it's just a perfect match it's perfect yeah. and if i if i woke up in the morning and it was like, did you see Bryce? He had a home run in his first game back in D.C. and did a bat flip. I'd have been like, oh, God, of course he did. I happened to be watching that game. And when he hit that and threw that bat, I went, whoo, that looks good. I like that. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Is anybody looking at me? Nobody heard that, right? Nobody heard that, right? Hello, right? hello, hello. Right? Help. I don't even watch baseball. Baseball sucks. Why do you guys even watch this game? Hey, can we get, can we get the channel change, please? Is American Ninja Warrior on? Oh, God. Uh, My wife puts that on all the time. (laughs) Please, no. But, yeah, Mike, uh, I have not turned the corner. I don't like him. I do not expect him to hit. You don't have to like him, but you have to I don't expect him him to hit 320 and 40 bombs and 130 RBIs. He's done it before? Once. (laughs) Well, not the RBI part. Right. But I want to watch. I want to see. He is perfect for that city, that lineup, and that team. And he's perfect for the sport. He really is. He is. He he is now the face of baseball. I hate him. Uh, I, I think he kind of was always on that border. It was like him and Trout, and then Judge came up, and you're like, hey, Aaron Judge could be the face of baseball. It's Bryce Harper. Right now. And it's going to be, as long as he continues to play, even at like one quarter of this or one half of this level, he will be the face of baseball. Yep. And he's in a good market for it, and the team is good around him. He's not getting buried on an Angels team that looks hot garbage right now and it it's good it's a it's good to be Bryce Harper and a Phillies fan at the moment I agree and I hope <clears throat> I can't wait to watch and I am so excited to see how this progresses for the better or for worse and the last one we'll do real quick I know we're up against the clock but I want to get this one in this is my next overreaction Yankees and, are dead. and this is actually the me walking in with my chest puffed out thinking all you haters out there don't know anything is that Christian Yelich is the second best player in baseball I, although wow. last week I didn't, I was not anti-Christian Yelich. I just said, I want to see it again. So far I'm seeing it again. Four home runs in the first four games of the season. The Brewers are six and one. Including a walk-off double. They didn't really change much from last year. Their They're team almost is exactly the same. Basically the same team. Uh, Knebel is Tommy John. Yeah. That's basically it. Well, but you've got. And Wade Miley's not there anymore. But Shucks. But you've still got one of the best bullpens in baseball. Yep. And Josh Hader, although a giant racist, or at least was, he uh, he can fit in and be the closer just fine. I yep. mean, come on. He's or the, or he, they go get Kimbrell. Apparently, they're not going to because Kimbrell's price is not budging. They've, they've, they've been one of the teams, even before the Kniebel injury, who were in on Kimbrell. Mm-hmm. And his price is just like, nope, I'm getting paid this or I'm not playing for you and the brewers are like okay well we've got josh Hader over here so which is going to be an interesting as- which is going to be an interesting aspect because that's going to tie into what i want to get to at the top of the eight o'clock hour with all these extensions and stuff but i heard this stat today 
since the All-Star break last year, Christian Yelich is batting over 370 with an over 1,200 OPS. Mike Trout will always and forever be the best player in baseball until some, he gives me a reason why he's not. Those are some juicy numbers. Just because not only is he one of the best hitters in the game for power, the speed on the base paths, but he's one of the top five outfielders, period, in baseball. He's the, the supreme five tool. But right now, Christian Yelich, this chest is puffed. <laughs> like, I am like Schwarzenegger steroid man boobs right now. And then you remember the... Bryce Harper segment, or two, from last week. But Christian Yelich is better than Bryce Harper. Well, I know. But what I'm saying is your chest is now slightly reduced. Right, because I, well, what I did, that's why I did Bryce first. You have this weird concave back with a super puffed out chest for some reason. Well, that's why I did Bryce first. So the chest decreases mm. so that when Yelich goes, I'm nipples out, baby. <laughs> that's uncomfortable. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> All right, when we come back, we'll dive into a little fantasy baseball as fantasy grind comes up. It's your last chance. Any questions, comments? Concerns you need some help with your fantasy team? We'll do that next. This is the Hot Corner on Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. Fantasy baseball is easy if you know what you're doing. Who's winning? What is occurring? Which player should be in your lineup card? I have today's forecast for you. Hot. And who should be sitting next to you in the dugout? We're going back to work on fundamentals. Fundamentals. In the middle of the season? This is the Fantasy Grind, part of the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Been a while since I heard this music. It always feels good. It's pretty I good. Feel, I feel woefully underprepared for this segment today. Really? Fantasy's been weird for me this year. I've been into it. I've been paying attention. It's just, for some reason this season, my expectations and projections feel very incomplete well your most comfortable league is no longer in existence true that is probably a lot of it because you know i'm still trying to figure out our keeper league even though this is my now i think fourth season in the league maybe third year i can't remember uh i am still trying to figure that league out however the other league that i'm in that you joined this year I won the league last year. I've been in this league for like 10 years. That's my comfortable. I right now am just trying to deal with the uh, let's not panic. Because <laughs> in, in the keeper league, I am not really, but I'm looking at it like starting to panic. Like Grichek hit two dingers today, and I'm just chilling with him on my bench. Yeah, I'm not super panicked in that league yet. My starting rotation is not great, but so far they've been performing okay. Oh, you yeah. don't have DeGrom? No, I've got Scherzer. Uh, the, uh, uh, uh. the other league, I'm panicking because I have Otani, Lindor, and Hicks all on the DL to start the year. And I knew Otani was going to be on the DL. I didn't know Lindor or Hicks were going to be on for this long. No one's freaking about Frankie more than me. So I am, I'm just trying to pluck and fill and get all these things settled for the early part of the season. Yeah, I guess the big question is, is like, how do you maintain right now without freaking out? I mean, you just have to... You just got to roll with it. You just have to know that nothing is truly a trend until you get to the end of the first month. And even then, you still might have a little bit more time to, to hold on to a certain player. I think right now, the biggest mistake people make is they jump on a guy who is hitting really well in week one and drop someone who has good potential to do that. I don't mind if you add that guy, like Tim Beckham, if he was a free agent. Add him. Go for drop it. Drop someone it. on your bench. It doesn't matter. Like, you, you ride it while you can. 
But if you're looking and seeing, I'm hell, I don't know what player, like, I don't have a good example on my team that I'm looking at right now, but one of your players just isn't performing right away. And you're like, ah, I wasn't sure about him anyway. I'm going to go add Tim Beckham for him. And then that guy winds up hitting 300 because you were just, you pulled the trigger too fast. And and the one person you hate in the league was the one guy that got him. Yeah, exactly. So kind of hold steady. Remember, you're if you're in a head-to-head, you're only in your first matchup. You don't even have a record yet. Right. And if you're in a rotisserie league, the points are moving so quickly and right now that it don't panic about the standings don't panic about week one just hold tight keep an eye on some of the guys that are on the free agency wire keep an eye on some of your pitchers and see what they're doing and hitters for that matter although i think you give hitters way more time than pitchers and just do your best the weird part about this season is at least for me multiple guys i have have not started a game yet jose quintana came out of the bullpen after mm. you Darvish had the terrible start. Ooh. He pitched well, by the way, wasn't in my starting lineup because he because wasn't, wasn't going to be starting. Yeah. And he is now not starting again until like Friday. And your guy, Shane Bieber, who I drafted, isn't starting until Friday. Yeah. So I've had two or in both leagues, two or three starters. I've got nothing. They're just holding roster spots for no reason. Meanwhile, Marco Gonzalez has three wins and could potentially get a fourth. Yes. Yeah, I, I've got this thing. My big flyer, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, my flyer right now is I'm always really bad at drafting home run hitters. So I took on Hunter Renfro from the Padres. Who hasn't started like at all. Who hasn't started at all. And so I'm stressed because like I drafted him not high, but like in the low teens because he had 34 bombs last year. And I'm thinking to myself, I could very much use 34 bombs. Plus he qualifies left and right. And I haven't started him because he hasn't started. The other day, he hits two dingers in one day. Next game, doesn't play. And you're just like, ah, ah. That's the one I'm trying so hard not to just be like, I'm done with this dude. Get someone else. Well, the, the one for me is Francisco Mejia, the catcher for the Padres. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. He's, Former Indians prospect. He, yeah, he's my backup in my in the one league, so it's fine. But he, I drafted him as my starting catcher in a league. He's played twice. Yeah. And... I'm looking at at the at the Padres going, hello, he's your better hitter. Austin Hedges isn't that good of a hitter. Right. He'll learn defense. Please play him. Because right now I'm starting Danny Jansen on the Blue Jays for some reason. Please help me. <laughs> so, so that's the one I'm kind of like, I, I know he's going to hit. I just, I need a catcher. And then there's other, you know, like then, but then there's also positives. Like I have a really great positive going last right now. Uh, in I, in one of my leagues, I've got uh, a guy that had a very, very slow start last year. We are big fans of this man on the show. And then all of a sudden came in and was smoking it Paul this year. Already starting hot. That's Paulie Goldschmidt. And so there are the pluses and minuses. I took him in the first round saying to myself, uh, 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 I hope so, I hope so, I hope so, I hope so. And he, he looks great. The one for me is uh, I took a flyer in both my leagues. I went former top prospect in baseball, had a really bad year last year. Maybe this doesn't work out for me. Yohan Moncada has been a different player this year. He's walking, which he didn't do at all last year. He's hitting homers. He's hitting doubles. Ain't nobody got time to walk. I know it's early, but if if he's available in your league for some reason, take a flyer on him. Why not? He was regarded as one of the best young players they had seen in a long time in baseball when the Red Sox traded him for Chris Sale. And 
so far, so good for him. Yep, so that's Fantasy Grind. We'll do that every single week. Well, maybe not every week. We'll see how we go along the lines. If you got any questions or concerns, you need some help, you can hit us up on the social meds, but we'll do that at 745. You can always text it in the show, and we'll try to help you guys out as we can. Coming up next in the 8 o'clock hour, I want to dive into something that's been happening. It was a slow build. I wanted to talk about it last week, but we got caught up with John, and then news broke the other day just kind of emphasizing this even more. And we'll do that next at the top of the 8 o'clock hour. This is The Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.